I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us now in one of those communities, our good buddy Dan Casper, the morning show on Sports Talk 105.1, our fine affiliate in Eau Claire, also host of the Man Cave Football Podcast. Dan, how you doing today, buddy? Doing well, Bill. How you doing? It's been a while. I am. I'm just going to say it's been a while. How are things in Eau Claire? Uh, I think it's kind of about the same as everywhere right now. We're we're hunkering down, trying to stay safe, trying to stay healthy, and uh, excited for the draft to come up in a little uh, little normalcy in our sports world. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I'm the one thing that I look forward to every year is all the affiliate visits, and obviously getting over there for the junior achievement golf outing and such. And everything right now is just kind of up in the air. Um, and, and I know the cases of coronavirus are more so in the area in which I live, in the Milwaukee, Waukesha County, and Madison's area. But uh, but right now, people all over the state of Wisconsin are just kind of chomping at the bit for sports. We've had our Brewers season interrupted. We've had, obviously, our Bucks season interrupted. So the draft is what we're looking most forward to. So you tell me, uh, one of the topics we were talking about earlier today is if the Packers decide to trade out of the first round, I can only imagine the disappointment uh, now, maybe strategically it's great, but the disappointment if the Packers aren't picking in the first round of this draft. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I, I'm already imagining Friday morning coming in and doing the show and, uh, you know, a lot of maybe upset Packers fans uh, kind of just, you know, waiting all night for, for that pick. And and if they get traded, kind of, you know, reminiscent maybe to the uh, famous Kevin King, T.J. Watt draft. Uh, I hate to bring that draft back up a, a few years uh, later afterwards. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I, I think like what you said, you know, strategic, you know, wise, it, it might be a good thing. And I think a lot of it, it it's going to depend on how the draft kind of falls out. If You know, if there's a run on receivers, let's say maybe Green Bay, you know, gets that receiver or if everybody's kind of assuming, hey, well, we can get a receiver later on in the draft because this is a loaded draft with a receiver. It gets pushed down, and maybe that's where Green Bay feels like they can – maybe move back a couple spots, get somebody in the second, but then accumulate more picks to move up earlier in the second round too, or get a couple picks that way. So I think a lot of it is just going to be dependent on how everything kind of plays out on Thursday night and where the draft board kind of falls for Goody. Now you do the uh, host of the Man Cave Football Podcast, and uh, what is if there's a wish list for you, what would it be for the Green Bay Packers? 
I think you for sure you have to come out with a, with a wide receiver in this draft, whether it's going to be in the first round or the second round. I think you, I mean, it's got to be a foregone conclusion. You're going to come out of this draft with a, with one of the better wide receivers uh, in here. I mean, because this class is just loaded, loaded with talent, and, and it's a bunch of different styles of wide receivers. I mean, you can you can go for the six foot four outside type of guy, or you can go with a with a six foot five eleven type of slot. Slot, slot receiver, excuse me, that can help you out, you know, maybe in the punt return game like a Jalen Rieger, uh, T. Higgins from Clemson, a little bit bigger of a wide receiver. Uh, I mean, the the list is, it, it's huge, and there's plenty of options for the Packers to, to find that wide receiver. If you look at the roster right now, I think, what, Devontae's probably the smallest wide receiver right now, so I, I'm curious, yeah. do they try to find that more of a slot-style receiver in this draft? We'll see, but, uh, you know, and then I think to me, what's going to be interesting is do the Packers draft a corner early and a running back early? Because I hate to look already to the next offseason, but that offseason, with their decisions with with Kevin King and, and Aaron Jones, I mean, Kenny Clark and David Bakhtiari have to be locks, I, I, I would assume. But then, then you have Lindsley also to be a free agent, too. So if Green Bay, you know, if, if they got to spend an early pick on a running back or a corner to maybe kind of, you know, prepare for the following offseason, I'm kind of curious. Uh, where they view that uh, on their draft boards too, that those two positions. See, that's the other thing is how much do you put into we've got to do it now, we've got to push all our chips to the middle of the table because Aaron Rodgers you know, needs that opportunity and we have to go with those best available that are going to give him the weaponry or the, the ability to get the ball back, one of the two. Or do you say, I legitimately have to worry now about the future of this franchise and moving forward over the next couple of years as to what I'm going to do at, you know, at center, at, at nose guard, at, at uh, obviously running back, it, it, you know, just left tackle. So there's some depth that needs to be gotten. I, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just don't know what the balance is. That's why it's almost as if you just say, Goody, stick to your board and best player available, period. Now, if you can move up or down and find yourself a piece that's going to be an impact player right here, right now, then I would do it. But Otherwise, it's probably just stick with your board and let it let the board fall to you. You know what I mean? I I agree. I I think this draft uh, that, that's I think that should be the approach to it. I mean, because we know that window's closing. We don't. I mean, Aaron can say he wants to play till he's past forty, but we don't know how effective he he will be if he'll be like a Tom Brady or a Drew Brees, or if he's going to hit the wall a, a little bit sooner. We don't know that. So yeah, I I I, I agree with you. I think you have to go best player available. Get an impact guy, a guy or a couple guys or a few guys that can help you out on the field this year. I mean, you know, Rashawn Gary, I get that pick. I understand it, and I understand, you know, why he maybe not was able to get on the field quite a bit last year. You don't want to take Zadarius and Preston Smith off the field uh, just to get Rashawn Gary snaps. But this year, we we got to see him on the field more. we got to see him being an impact player when you're drafted 12th overall. So this year, I'm looking at it, I'm like, I want somebody that you can you can whether it's going to be a backup role or a role player or a starter, guys that can come in, improve the depth, or push for starting minutes and help this team out get over the hump. I mean, they were one game away from going to the Super Bowl last year. Surprised a lot of people last year. That that time frame has moved up now, and I want to see guys that can get on the field right away and either help out on special teams, pivotal backup spots, or even starter minutes. Talking with Dan Casper, morning show host of Sports Talk 105.1, our fine affiliate in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, host of the Man, Man Cave Football Podcast. You can find him at Dan Casper on Twitter as well. 
Um, so we all agree that a wide receiver is needed. We all agree that a middle linebacker is needed. Um, but good against, you know, I, I got faith. I'm, I'm certainly sitting here hoping that he comes up with that guy, but we've seen him draft some wide receivers in the past, and we really thought that there was going to be some high hopes, and it just hasn't panned out. So the other question then becomes, if you don't go up in the draft to get one of those, quote, sure things, um, do you trust him waiting for the, say, trading out and going to the second or the third or the fourth round and getting an additional wide receiver or two? That's a good question. I mean, we don't really have a lot, uh, you know, draft history to, to kind of base it off of with, with Goody there. So, um, but I, I think he recognizes, you know, the need to get that, that impact player, that impact wide receiver. He kind of mentioned it after the season, you know, acknowledging, Hey, we got to get better at wide receiver. We got to get better at that spot. So I think he, he knows the importance of it and I, uh, you know, helping or growing up in the Ron Wolf tree over there in green bay we all know ron wolf's quote of you know he wished he would have helped brett Favre out a little bit more surrounding him with mm-hmm. more talent so i i guess I, I do have faith in goody in that aspect that he recognizes it he knows it he knows he's got to get some proven talent there or at least a little bit more um you know i guess if you want to raise it for sure talent there uh whether that's going to be in the draft or i i don't know if there would be anybody available at this point i know there's whether they're talking about goodwin from the 49ers but can he stay healthy and be an impact player on that field? So I at least have faith in, in, in Goody to be able to make those moves because he understands, I, I believe personally, the urgency and the need to find that impact player that can help out his squad this year or the next couple of years to make sure to try to get that Vince Lombardi trophy, at least one more or a couple more for Aaron Rodgers. Out of the four guys that are coming up and most uh, the priority as far as Kenny Clark, uh, David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones, and Corey Lindsley, uh, who uh, are, are the top one or two that you you got to resign? I think it's got to be Clark and, and Bakhtiari for sure. Uh, I think those are your top two. Uh, and then, you know, I look at Corey Lindsley, and I know Aaron Rodgers, you know, that center quarterback relationship. And I remember a few years ago Aaron talking about, you know, when it was like Evan Dietrich Smith and they kept switching centers every year, and he made the comment it's going to be nice to have a center, you know, for a few years in a row instead of one new one every year but I look at I guess the depth right now and and you've got a couple of guys on that squad and I'm not saying these guys are as good as Corey Lindsley because Corey Lindsley is a is a solid center but you got Evan Dietrich Smith you just re-signed uh, for a two-year deal Billy Turner's got time at center Cole Madison I believe was taking reps in uh, training camp last year at center so they've got other options for guys to step in and play that center spot if they decide to move on where they, do, they just can't afford $10 million per year for a guy like Corey Lindsley. So, you know, looking at it, I think if I had to choose between, you know, that third guy, Aaron Jones, or, or Corey Lindsley, that, that's a tough one because then you get into the, the argument, how much do you want to pay a running back, too? Do you want to go the 10-plus million a year or nine or whatever it's going to cost? But in terms of depth, I think they have better options or at least some options on uh, in the backup side for that center with Evan Dietrich-Smith, Billy Turner, and Cole Madison. Uh, before I let you go, uh, so coming up on Thursday night, uh, obviously we're looking for the Green Bay Packers to pick up a wide receiver or a linebacker. Kenneth Murray, Patrick Queen, those are the two guys that I think are being most uh, most looked at because they're they're towards the bottom of the first round. Is there a specific preference between one or the other for you? Uh, I like both guys. I, I like I think Kenny Murray or uh, Murray is the uh, the more typical middle linebacker. Everybody loves his leadership qualities. I mean, he's just that that 
more typical middle middle inside linebacker. Patrick Queen is more of the athletic type. I mean, there I was reading that some teams are viewing him as a safety or maybe even a uh, inside linebacker, maybe even edge rusher. I mean, a guy that you can move all around the field. So I feel like that's almost a guy that would fit Mike Patton's defense a little bit more. I would love either one of those guys. I just think Patrick Queen might be a guy that you can put in different spots on that, excuse me, on that defense. But I think the big thing is with that inside linebacker, there's two things. You want that guy that can cover wide or uh, running backs or tight ends and that guy that can help stop the run or read and diagnose plays a little bit quicker, hit that hole and take down that ball carrier. So I think Patrick Queen can provide a little bit more versatility, but Murray's a little bit more of an old school linebacker, which, you know, when I look at this current roster, Keeksley might be that guy that hits that hole a little bit harder. So I might lean towards a little bit more Patrick Queen in that instance. Hey, uh, how are things with our gang up there uh, over at Ray's Place with Dave and Sandy and them over there and uh, Jr. and his staff at uh, Pizza Del Rey and Loopy's High Shore? You been out and about it all lately? Yeah, uh, Jr. he'll email me a few times, uh, you know, with a little Packers take or, or some Bucks takes when it was uh, the NBA season. Ray's Place, yeah, we're, we give away once in a while a free hot beef. Uh, sandwich oh, for some so of our good. listeners, so that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty popular item well, when we yeah. do that. So yeah, those, those guys are, are doing so great. Good, good to hear. I'm glad they're still up and running. So uh, hopefully they survive all of this, and we'll see them when we finally get back up that way. Dan, always a pleasure. Certainly appreciate it, pal. You got it. Hey, stay safe, stay healthy, Bill. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. There you go. Dan Casper, the morning show host on Sports Talk 105.1, our fine affiliate there in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, host of the Man Cave and the football podcast. You can find him at Dan Casper, at Dan Casper on Twitter. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.